When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening and welcome, folks, to another edition of Higher Ground, Wednesday the 9th of March, and just one sleep until the new NRL season is underway. Chris Warren with you for the next couple of hours, so to all you night owls, shift workers and insomniacs out there, great to have your company here at your very own late night sports bar. You know the drill, pull up a stool, grab a drink, make yourself comfortable, and please do join the conversation you got to give me something, okay? I want something from you. That's the deal. Either on the open line, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy, or via the text, give me something, please. 0457 736 736. So the bar is now open, and it's my shout. Yep. Text or call, and I'll buy you a drink. Let's get down, let's get down to business. Give you one more night, one more night to get this. We've had a million, million nights just like this. So let's get down, let's get down to business. Let's get down, let's get down to business. Give you one more night, one more night to get this. We've had a million, million nights just like this. Yeah, yeah, a million nights, my backside. We haven't had a million nights. We've only been doing this for a year. We didn't do it on Monday. Uh, For those that were ready to tune into Higher Ground, we normally have a Monday night program. I do apologise for that. I was uh, missing in action. Not my fault, though. It was due to the cricket. What about that for a drawn-out sporting event? It was pretty obvious, I think, after, I don't know, about two days. uh, We pretty much knew the result. The pitch was a road. And just 14 wickets taken across five days. It was finally called off, thank goodness, with Pakistan uh, none for 252 on the final day. But what a letdown. Um, and look, fair play too to the multiple centurions from Pakistan and to our top order as well, who uh, all pretty much got amongst the runs. Uh, Uzi Khawaja and, and Manus uh, in the 90s. But what a letdown, hey? We waited 24 long years for that. Um I mean, what other sporting events, what other sporting event uh, or, or contests is the result pretty much known at about the halfway mark? We, we Actually, we had a few, didn't we? Um, more than a few NRL games a bit like that last year, didn't we? By halftime, we knew uh, the result of the, uh, the contest. Um, be like, I guess, like knowing the winner of the Melbourne Cup at about Chiquita Lodge or thereabouts, or even before then. Let's call it what it was. Uh, it was pretty hard to watch in the end, I thought, and I'm pretty sure interest waned, as would have the ratings. Um, a bit like watching grass grow. Well, no, not quite like that. That would be disrespectful. Um, but talking about grass growing, I tell you what, mine is almost, um, I can see my grass, my lawn growing. I can actually see it there, stand there for 10 minutes and I can see it sprouting. Uh, it's almost up to my knees. The longer I leave it, the bloody tougher it's going to get to cut. And with this weather, wow, it's it, it's also mushroom weather, folks. Mushroom weather. You seen them out there? 
They're popping up everywhere. Look, you look out on your nature strip, and I bet you there'll be a mushroom or two or three or more. I do like mushrooms, actually. Um, but here's a question for you, and it's totally unrelated to sport. Which ones can you eat? Which mushies can you eat? Which ones do you have to stay away from? And I'm not talking the magic variety, boys and girls. That's not my cup of tea before you ask. 0457 736 736. Nothing to do with sport. Which mushies popping up out of the ground can we eat? Right, on to the footy. Um, a few big talking points on the eve of the new season. Uh, we're going to have a, a change or a restructure to the match review and judiciary system. That th- That's going to happen, isn't it? I'm pretty sure that was going to happen. And I'm, I'm sure I saw a quote from... ARLC boss Peter Vlandis to that effect a couple of months ago. Well, it looks like it might well be uh, new rules on the run, unless they rush something through tomorrow before the first game of the season. The season hasn't started, and already we've seen a few inconsistencies. Let me draw your attention to some of these inconsistencies that we've seen. So week one in the trials, you remember Dragons forward Tyrell Fui Maono. A hip drop tackle on Hayes Dunster. Dunster gone for the season. Fui Maono rubbed out for five weeks. Newcastle, we know now, will be without prop Daniel Saifidi for a few weeks. He's got a fracture in his leg after a hip drop tackle by Bulldogs prop Luke Thompson. That was also in week one of the trials, wasn't it? But Thompson escapes with just a fine. And he's able to play in round one. Um, who are they playing? Against the Cowboys, they are, the Dogs. Dogs take on Cowboys on Saturday. Thompson, okay to play. Like in previous years, some of the, the findings or the sanctions, they just don't pass the pub test. We saw in week two of the trials that hit James Tamo, um, hit with just a one-match ban after taking Sam Walker out midair. It was really, really bloody dangerous, that that one. Um, and he's put his hand up, but he got off with a you know, slap on the wrist, really. He got a a one-game suspension, and he's able to play in round two. It could have ended. Walker could have broken his neck. And in that same game, uh, Roosters prop Lindsay Collins, the cannonball tackle on uh, Jackson Hastings, uh, a $750 fine. Yep, yep, $750, and you're good to play. And what about this one? Another inconsistency that has certainly the Raiders fuming, and rightly so, I will add. Jordan Rapiner was told that no, the All-Stars game would not count as one of the games he was serving for a suspension for a drink-driving offence. The Raiders, I believe, were told that only on-field issues could be served in the rep game. And then, after South's, you know, they get one of Latrell Mitchell's games taken off, his suspension... We then see both Brandon Smith and Reese Walsh able to use the same loophole. They also get to use the All-Stars and let that count towards their suspension. And yet their offences were both off-field, drug-related. And poor old Rapiner, so he plays in the All-Stars, and guess what? He cops another two-match ban. I can understand why Ricky might be seething. And not just on that front for Ricky, too. On the eve of uh, their season, and the Raiders kick off proceedings on Friday at um, home to Cronulla, gee, I bet Ricky would like to see the wives and girlfriends just keep their opinions to themselves. You remember last season, I think it was Joe Tarpanay's wife 
or girlfriend, I think it was wife, uh, she took to social media criticising Ricky for playing her hubby off the bench. Do you remember that? Well, they're at it again. And I shouldn't, you know, it's a generalisation. They're at it again, the wag, wags, the wives and girlfriends. But it's happened again on the eve of their new season, the last thing they need. So Ryan Sutton has been left out of the 17 for uh, Friday's home game against the Sharkies. To be fair, he has been pretty much a mainstay in the pack in recent years. Um, we heard, I think last week it was David Riccio reporting here on this very station, didn't we? That Sutton had signed or was close to signing a three-year deal to join Canterbury next season. Well, um, his partner, Sutton's partner, Kate Ford, I think her name is. Well, she's posted on Instagram, uh, bitchy. Oh, he's taking a pop at Ricky over... Her boyfriend's non-selection. Oh, gee, I'd love to be a fly on the wall when Ricky next sees Ryan Sutton, and I'm sure they already have seen each other. That would have been an interesting conversation. Uh, What also might have been an interesting conversation um, was that between Ryan Sutton and his girlfriend, Kate Ford. Don't you think? All righty. So you might have your thoughts on any of that or more, and three of the big stories that we've been looking forward to um, heading into the new season, they're not going to happen. So now we know that Nathan Cleary, he won't suit up tomorrow against Manly, although we thought over the past you know, month or two he'd be right for round one. No, he's out for a few weeks. Adam Reynolds, this was the marketer's dream. Okay, let's kick the season off pretty much, round one at least, the big battle between the Rabbitohs and the Broncos and Adam Reynolds up against his former club. That ain't going to happen either. Reynolds, um, COVID, so can't play. Well, could, but doctor's orders, no. And the other big story we're looking forward to seeing, particularly Cronulla fans, your new coach, Craig Fitzgibbon. How would he go in his first match in charge? Well, that's not going to happen either. Because Fitzy has COVID and he'll have to coach via Zoom or however they choose to do it. So there's another three big storylines that uh, aren't going to happen in round one. We'll be talking to the Prophets Guru from Before You Bet. I'll do that this hour. Always good to chat to Guru. Um, He might be able to help you if you are going to have a little flutter uh, this weekend or even, in fact, long-term predictions too for the NRL. We might try and um, get a... Minor Premier, Grand Final winner, and some markets too, maybe for uh, the Dally M winner. And Dolphin Watch, well, that continues. Kalen, Jerome, Harry, all in the sights of of uh, the Dolphins. We'll bring you up to speed on that and a whole lot more. All righty, let's get down to business. 0457 736 736, the text line. If you want to have a yarn, 1300 01 1170. Like it, like it, like it, like it. I can tell what sort of mood Alex the Rusky is in uh, simply by the music that he plays. So you've had a pretty good day by the looks of things. You're bouncing around the higher ground studio. We've got the live studio audience up there. They've squeezed in. I tell you, is this getting smaller? Is this is this studio getting smaller or are we getting bigger? It just feels very, very cramped. But uh, good welcome to the guys. Now, Rusky, I've said, uh, you heard me say earlier there, I want our listeners to give me something. 
yes, it might be 10 past 10 at night, mm. right? But I want something. I'm not just giving out free beers for nothing. They've got to give us something oh, via text. Pick up the phone or send me a text and I'll get you a refreshing uh, either non-alcoholic, the sober. Is that the sober beer? Yep. Oh, I have one here for now. Yep. Just get me started. Um, or even a no, a nice little cab sav, a little cab oh, sav or something. Hang on, I'll see Whatever. But the, I'm not just giving it. I'm not opening the bar up. I said my shout, and mm-hmm. I will. I'm happy to, to foot the bill with the help from Hutchie. But um, they've got they to yeah, at least contribute in some mm. um, way, shape, or form to the program, all right? Um, the, the, the long gone are the days of the free lunch. You get, you get my point. Now, what about that analogy just about Ricky and the mm. Wags, the Raiders Wags? I mean, oh, my goodness. Is he just going to say, fellas, is he going to sit them all down and just have a good chat to them about social media, um, about relationships? I mean, what other industry is there where your wife or girl – could you imagine my wife? Oh, I haven't got a wife, thank goodness. If, if I was married, right, mm. ringing up Hutchie and, or, or ditching Hutchie on social media uh, because well, my shift had been cancelled or, or, or swapped around or something. That's what it'd be like. Mm. Or if I had a, oh, I haven't got a girlfriend either. But if, if that was the case, or what if your girlfriend, you're still with Soph, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You moved in together. Living shacked together. Shacked up. Yes. Well, it's just she's more than the girlfriend. Now, de facto. Partner. Well, Absolutely. de facto yeah. legally, yes. Wow. Oh, she can I take you for everything that. now. You got much? You She's got, got more. Oh, well, you can take her. Uh, I think I think you're going to be there for a year or two. I think That's it's okay. a year, actually. We'll no, you'll be that. right. We should be met. We'll jump out before the 12 months, just in case, if you, if it's not working. <laughs> All right. Uh, or stay in there if she's got the. Good uh, what I'm saying is, could you imagine Sophie ringing up Jez, Jez Markham? Mm. Or no, not ringing up, just posting on social media. That jazz is no good, eh? What about that? Putting my Alex on a different shift on higher ground? Like, wouldn't happen. Anyway, you might have some thoughts on that. Um, ditch the phones. Or, or even better, a story about it. Yes. Have, have you had someone's, you know, partner well, yes. storm in or, you know, have a go- crack on social media at the boss? Yes. Or has a partner of yours, um, yeah, had an influence uh, – on your work or workplace. Got you fired. Got you fired. <laughs> Got you demoted. Has a partner, he or she, poked his or her beak into your business when it was not required? Mm. Any stories out there? Come on. Um, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. that's the open line number, yep. or send those text messages through. Ricky must have fared income, had enough. Mm. So they've lost their halfback already. This on top of that. Um, and you know what? So a few years ago, Ricky, you know, he sourced all this talent from, from the UK, from England, mm. and it was reaping some good rewards, wasn't it? Absolutely. But then you look at, in recent times, it hasn't been great for them. George um, Williams last year, wasn't it? He he got got the ump and took off, left. Um, Josh Hodgson's still there, but he's heading off to Parramatta next year, but... There's been issues with him too. Um, what else? There was another. Who was the back row? A really good, wiry, hard back row. Joe played... Tarpany. No no no, 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 no. English player. Oh, English no, A couple of years row. ago. He played really above his weight and then went back last year to Wigan. Uh, name escapes me. Our listeners will know who I'm talking about. Good good back rower. He had problems as well. Um, and Ryan Sutton. Well, I'm, I'm sure 
Well, I hope this doesn't cause any problems for the Raiders, but it would appear that they might have a few issues. You don't want these sort of noises on the eve of your season. Um, if he is going to the Bulldogs, as mm. we believe he is, well, you certainly need your, your wife or your girlfriend just to poke a nose out of it. Stay out of it, please. I've got to go and see Ricky tomorrow. What's Ricky going to say to me? If he knows that you've been taking pot shots at him on social media about my non-selection. Anyway, you might have some thoughts on all of that. Um, the Latrell bust up at training with uh, Jacob Host. What do you think? What are your thoughts on that? I look. I looked at it, and I looked at it five times trying to. I thought there'd be a real, you know, big, big bust up. But it, to me, I reckon it's a bit of a storm in a teacup. Myself, were you agreeing that? Oh, I couldn't agree yeah, more. You agree? Th- I couldn't agree. We're on more. the same page. Good. Because mm. like, like there were no punches thrown. Really, it was just. That happens. That Square happens. Up. That happens. Get a bit physical at training. Do you ever get physical with anyone at training, Let's Chris? Get physical. <laughs> Who was that? Physical. Um, that you wouldn't. That was way before uh, your time. Before my time, Chris. Um, she had tights, lycra. Uh, Olivia. Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda. Oh no, Olivia. I was Olivia, wasn't it? Was it? Let's get physical. I'll I think look so. That look that up too. Did, Our did, listeners will know. Uh, did you ever get physical at training? Yeah. Under Warren Ryan as well. You oh, didn't yeah. breed soft characters. No. Out of West. No, there were hard characters there, like Tony Rampling and Cement Gillespie and Joey Thomas and uh, Paul Langmack and uh, a few others as well. There were some hard Bobby Lidner. Yeah. Um, so I was mostly reserve grade, so we would occasionally play opposed and the, the Reggies would generally probably give a bit harder, you know, trying to. Injure one of the first graders, so a slot becomes available. <laughs> <laughs> so I might have, I might have, I mean, a long time ago, I might have tried to put a bit of a shot on Joey Thomas or something, or Flano. Flano was the hooker. Yeah, Flano. So, and I, well, no, I didn't really take his position. No, I didn't. No, he moved on and um, I played a handful of games. But like, I think it happened at training. You get physical, but no, no, well, never but- any bust ups. So that's the other side of it, right? It happened fair and you know, not to to the extent that today happened. That would have happened enough that it just would have been forgotten. Yeah, right? I reckon. Gordon Tallis, I don't know if you heard it. I've got some audio here. He um he was on Fox Sports, I think it was three sixty, it might have been tonight actually. And he was asked the question, basically, hey Gordy, did were there many bust ups in your day? Like you're asking me, were there mm-hmm. many bust ups in my day? And we're going back a long way. Look, I can't really remember, but he was saying it was at the Broncos, and he was only a, a young Gordy. Um, it was pretty much commonplace under Wayne Bennett. There was so much tension at training when I first went there, jostling for spots. Super League just broke out, and it wasn't so much at training, even though there was a few scuffles at training. But as men, you know, after the games, the boys would get into each other and just keeping, you know, just keeping each other accountable for their um, for their playing. There was a. Wayne just said, I've had enough. So he put a ring and sold tickets and the fans come to watch the boys fight each other. Did you fight? No, I didn't because I only just got there. So it was a shock to me because the Dragons, it never happened at the Dragons. But Brisbane, it was a a real competitive club. I think it only happens when you're super competitive. See, I mean, and Gordy, there you are. It was commonplace. And um, the super coach, the master coach, uh, Wayne Bennett, yeah, right, get it on, boys. Get it on. Here's a boxing ring. Mm. Um, yeah. Anyway, as I say, I think it's a bit of a, a mountain out of a molehill, and that. But it's yeah, that's what happens at, at training, and occasionally there's going to be some little scuffles. It's not the first time it's happened, and it certainly won't be 
the last. Um, Benji, uh, we'll hear from Trent Robinson too. Uh, uh, he was speaking tonight. Before we do, just just staying on the Latrell theme too. So Benji, that was last night, I think, wasn't mm. it? He was talking. Yep. Benji Marshall, he's got a regular seg on um, on three sixty, and he was saying that um, I think Latrell had told him basically, no, get it out there. Don't try and hush this up. Let people know we had a bit of a scuffle. Mate, I, I've seen it every club I've been to. It's yeah. qu- quite a common occurrence. And I was surprised it was Latrell and his teammate, Jacob Host. He asked me to mention his name and say it was actually me and Jacob Host, and I started it. Um, but, yeah, no, it's quite quite common, Braith. You know, I remember one time when um, Bryce Gibbs and Keith Galloway had a punch-up at training and Bryce Gibbs got the got an angry and did a burnout in the car in the car park and we didn't see him for a couple of days, you know. So It's a great story, but Braith. Like, it means footy's back. Fights will happen, especially amongst groups of men, but it's whether or not you make off. And that's the yeah, important yeah. thing moving forward. Well, James Graham, I reckon there would have been a few bust-ups <laughs> with James Graham involved. I mean, he was mad. M-A-D, mm. Jimmy Graham. Um, a lovely fella. I, lo- I like yeah. him. I like him. But M-A-D, he, he knows a bit M-A-D. Red mist. Um... Strawberry blonde, that happens, doesn't it? Strawberry right. strawberry blondes. Roosters this year, a lot of people think they um, will be right at the top or near the top of the table. A lot of people think they will take out the title, and there's a lot of reasons for that. Uh, you look at the way they finished last year, limping through with so many injuries and retirements. They've lost a lot of experience in Boyd Cordner, Jake Friend, um, and others, Morris Boys mm. as well. But they get back Luke Keary. He missed pretty much the whole season, didn't he, Luke Keary? Lindsay Collins, he comes back in as well. Um, Origin player, mind you. Um, He comes back in. Joseph Suwali, we haven't seen much of. So you would expect him to maybe burst onto the scene a little bit like Sam Walker did last year. And Sam Walker will be so much better in his year too. So you can see a lot of reasons for them thinking that. And Sam Walker will play you know, second receiver. You would have thought with Luke Keary named at seven, and Luke will be, yeah, you know, he will be the game controller, freeing Sam Walker up to, you know, he's a, he's a sort of ad-lib, sort of off-the-cuff type wonder kid, isn't he? Uh, and then you've got Joey Manu. We know what he's capable of. Um, the only question mark I've got for them, can Sam Beryls regain the form from a couple of years ago? He's had a few injuries. I think Melbourne Storm have the best spine by far. Well, they have the best spine in the competition. But the Roosters, they are going to be right up there. Um, Their coach, Trent Robinson, he spoke tonight on NRL 360, basically saying, though, that the club needs to improve um, on several levels. We've slipped down uh, the batting order when it comes to defence, and we're not happy with it. and we're trying to improve our system, but also um, we've got to understand that Jake Friend did uh, two jobs when he played, and, and it's hard to replace that. So we expect guys that were, you know, that are going between 50 and 100 games, 100 plus games, to, to up their level. We expect our system to be better. We need to coach better, and then we also expect um, those players to do better than. Uh, what they did last year. If we're going to be number one in defence, we, ne- we need to improve a lot, and it starts with coaches, and then it then it hands over to the players. They've got so many options, though, haven't they, the Roosters? There's uh, Trent Robinson, uh, courtesy of Fox Sports there. Um, a lot of depth, too. In the halves, so you've got Drew Hutchison, who did a wonderful job last year, but 
he's there on standby as well. He's on, on the bench. He's going to play more of a utility role. Um, Lachlan Lamb, they've got him. He can fill a number of roles as well. I'm just trying to think. Uh, Connor Watson, um, he's okay. He's going to be starting at hooker, um, and he's going to be a very handy pickup for them as well. But I can understand why mm. people really do um, fancy the Roosters' chances this year. I've got, I think, Melbourne Storm on top. Mm. Not alone. I think Roosters second. I, I think Penrith might even slide down a bit. I just think they've lost a lot of players, like key players too, like Matt Burton particularly. He was so good for them last year. Um, but then they've also got a number of players that are heading off next year. And I'm just wondering how that's going to maybe affect the dynamics this year. Um, Api Corusau, Viliami Kikau, et cetera. So jury's still out for me a little bit. And, and, and are they a bit burnt out? Are they a bit burnt out after being at the top for, for a couple of years? All right, you might have your thoughts on any of that. Oatly Magpie, I like that text. I will read that. We'll take a break, though, um, and we'll chat through some of these texts. And also coming up, we're going to talk to, oh, I hope he's up still, the Profits Guru mm. from beforeyoubet.com.au. I hope you're well. hope you're well. Great to have uh, your company. Please get involved. Get involved. Send a text. Or if you want to give me a call, you can. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. I know it's late. It's almost half past 10 here in Sydney, half past nine uh, in Brisbane. Welcome to our listeners through 1620 on the Gold Coast and wherever you might be tuning in, in fact, um, on the SEN app. Uh, thank goodness the sun is out and shining this afternoon. I don't know about you guys and girls, but I've had washing on the line for a couple of weeks. I've got mushrooms growing up around my knees. It's just getting out of control. So uh, anyway, it was good to bring the clothes in uh, and to be able to do a couple of loads of washing, among other things. But on a serious note to anyone that has been affected, um, and, you know, recently and here in Sydney yesterday was just horrendous, particularly northern beaches. I was I was stuck in the middle of it, you know, and I, I came out fine. So anyone that has had their house or property damaged uh, thoughts with you. I know there's a big cleanup today on the northern beaches, and I I drove back through it um, today to see some of the after effects. I was actually in my car, um, right in the thick of it, right in the eye of the storm, the downpour, and I was I was at Brookvale. I'd just driven through floods in Dy and around Cromer, and I was lucky because I've got I had my four wheel drive, and there were other. I felt really sorry for them. I was thought, do I stop here or not? And, and I didn't. I just kept driving through because there are other cars behind yeah. me. But there were ladies in, you know, in little little cars and they'd given up hazards on water rising and, and going into their car. Mm. And they've had, they had to just walk away from their car and, and leave it on Pittwater Road. Mm. It was really sad. And I could see the distress all over their face. And it was like, I, had, I haven't really driven through floods like this before. Do I go through here or not? And I know the road quite well, so I thought I know there's no pot, big potholes here. But and then I got through Dy and the main street of Dy. There were things floating out of the shops. Mm. Water was just floating down like rapids. And then I got to Brookvale, and um, I couldn't go any further. Every every which way I turned, the roads were shut, getting pointed back. Police no. So I got out of my car. Well, what do I do here? I was actually headed for Manly. I was going to the local yeah. pool near Manlyvale where the, I didn't get there. Um, so I just left the car at Brookvale and I found a parking station um, and walked over to Warringah Mall and, and killed three hours. Mm. 
waiting for the 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 flood water to subside. Incredible. Oh, mate, it was horrendous out yeah. there. But everyone was in the same boat, and mm. we're all getting sort of. I, I was having a coffee in the mall, and then I got a text message saying, "Be prepared to evacuate mm. in your area." I don't know how they knew I was there. I don't know who's sending me this message, but they sent it to me. Um, yes, yeah, so, I mean I came out fine, but mm. just the inconvenience. So it basically took me six hours um, to drive into Manly and get home again. Uh, crazy old Long times. Day out. Oh, it was, and I got absolutely nothing done. But the sun is out today, so um, at least we got some got some washing done. One three hundred. Uh, but no, look on a serious note. If you are affected, our our, mm. our thoughts with you. Um, thoughts with you on that. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy is the open line. Craig is there. Good evening, Craig. How are you, mate? Hey, mate. It's sixties. Hey, sixties. How are you, brother? Oh, very well, yourself. Oh, mate, I'm going good. I'm going good everywhere I'm looking. People are talking up these blue and golds. Well, what can you say, mate? They're uh, they're going to head for a great season. And uh, I, I, I do want to cast your mind back to when we had a bit of a chat during the pre-season. Um, do you remember who I nominated as the standout performer of the Eels pre-season? Let me go back and think. Let me go back. Would it have been a double M? No, it was a uh, a young fella who's on the the bench. Bit of a surprise selection, young Jake Arthur. Okay, well you've been out there at Eel, and and for those that don't know, sixties he uh, runs the the website, the Cumberland Throw, and and all the social media. So quite a big following, and Parramatta Eels fans will probably know who sixties is. Okay, so he's been impressive, huh? Mate, he was he was the. My selection as the standout performer of the preseason. I didn't expect that he'd be able to force his way into the team with Moses and Brown there in the halves. I did raise the question on the website, could there be a spot found for him on the bench? Because I thought, you can't be that outstanding mm. and not be a chance of, of you know taking a spot. And... Uh, he got that chance in the trials, um, obviously creating enough of an, of an impression in the trials. And now here he is, round one, number 17, coming off the bench. And um, I'm not sure how long that's necessarily going to last for because we've got Murata Nukore and Nathan Brown would possibly be due back next week. Mm. Um, definitely Murata, maybe Nathan Brown. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it progresses from there. So what, what what are the hopes for this year? Look, obviously, I know you you, know, you want to win the bloody premiership, Parramatta. They've they've fallen um, early or second week of the finals for the past three years, if I think I'm right in saying there. I mean, and and people are saying this this window might be closing because you lose you're losing a few key players after this season. Um, what is success then, sixties? What does success look fight look like for a Parramatta fan? Well, first of all, I think you've got to finish the regular season top four. Mm. It's When we're talking about getting through to pass the second week of the finals, you make things a lot easier for yourself if you can finish top four and get a win in that first week and, and get through to the uh, pre- preliminary finals. So that's that, to me, is has to be the first goal that they have. Um, we saw last year how it only took um, a couple of tough calls, a bounce of the ball, 
for them to not get past Penrith. And there's your sliding doors moment. Mm. Mm. Arguably, Parramatta deserved to beat Penrith in that finals match. They, if they did that, the Panthers bow out in straight weeks and you've got question marks made about their season, their performance. Um, instead, Parramatta falls short and there's a question marks again. Uh, you know, why can't they get past the second week of the finals despite all the evidence being there on the night for that one? They, the question's still raised. But, you know, that's the sliding doors moment as it happens. So you eliminate some of those moments by getting into the top four, winning that first week, getting through to the grand final qualifier. Mm. All right, 60s. Well, and uh, all the best for this year, mate. We'll chat again soon, no doubt. Thanks for, for picking up the phone and, and having your say. Thanks, mate. I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm really interested in your opinion. If I can get a quick, maybe three teams from you. Yeah. If I can. Yeah. Okay. So this week on the Cumberland Throw, we've got our top eight tips plus our bolter, our falter, and our spoon. So I'm interested in your bolter for the season, your falter for the season, your spoon for the season. So the bolter is the team that's going to do a lot better than people think. The falter, someone's fallen from grace, the spoon, obvious. So what's your teams? Bolter, I've got the Dragons, and I think they'll certainly fight to get into the eight. Um, on, the yep. dr- on the drift, on the drift, what do you call it, falter, I think South Sydney will yep. still make the eight, but I think they'll be down the bottom of the top eight. Uh, my wooden spoon, yep. sorry, I've got North Queensland Cowboys. And what else did you have? Mate, have you been, mate, have you been reading my post? I haven't even got it up yet, and you've gone the same. Hey, hang on, what are you talking about? Sixties, I know it's late. Let's not start talking about that. Uh, no, I haven't. There, my they are my thoughts. I think it'll be a Roosters Storm Grand Final. And yesterday, I thought the Roosters would be premiers. Today, I think the Storm might be premiers. I'm still a little bit undecided. But, gee, I'd love... And, and I'd you've love got the, Parramatta in there somewhere. I'd love Parramatta. You've got to have Parramatta in there. Somewhere. I've got Parramatta. I'll tell you where I've got them. I've got them coming third, 60s. I'd love them to win that elusive premiership. But um, we'll have to wait and see. Okay. <laughs> Good to talk to you. All right, mate. Thanks for picking up the phone. There he is, uh, Craig Sixties, uh, aka Sixties from the Cumberland Throw. If you want to have your say, you can do that as well. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy, or you can uh, weigh into the conversation via text oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. We're talking about Ryan Sutton and the problems that he and his girlfriend or partner uh, may be causing for Ricky Stewart taking a pot shot at the coach. Oi. Uh, Partners really should not meddle in one's employment, I don't think. Uh, we threw that out there. Uh, from the Oatley Magpie, my, my fiancé won't let me get served by a female at the bar if we go out. Is that too much? My goodness. <laughs> You've got to ditch her, Oatley. Uh, what is she? Yeah, they can't be that possessive, can they? Come fiance, on. You can have a word. Serious. Yeah, well, mate, I, I tell you what, Oatley, threaten to pull that ring off. Unless she's going to be a she little whiz. bit... Oh, she's got to be a little bit flexible. I mean, they're harsh rules. All right, 0457 736 736. Up next, I'm going to talk to my old mate, the Profits Guru from beforeyoubet.com.au. That's Yeah, hoodoo gurus, that's my team. And if you're wondering why on earth am I playing that, well, I'm allowed to play that because it's a rugby league anthem and I happen to like it. And 
if you look at the sign behind me, this is my show, so I can play whatever I want to play. But the reason I'm playing Huda Guru is that's my team because the Prophet's Guru, the Prophet's Guru is now going to join us. Um, he's from beforeyoubet.com.au. Prophet's Guru, good evening to you. Thanks for staying up this late. How you been? Yeah, I'm well, Chris. Thanks, mate. I appreciate you having me back on the show. Oh, mate. Now, you're gold. Some of your stuff you came up with us last year was gold, and uh, our listeners want you back, Guru. So um, let's let's get started. Let's get down to business and talk about, firstly, um, well, we'll start game by game, if you like. Round one, uh, the Panthers are at home to Manly. Uh, no Nathan Cleary. That's sort of a bolt out of the blue. What's that done to the market? Yeah, it's seen Manly come into favouritism at a dollar eighty. Penrith have drifted out to two dollars, probably a little bit shorter than what they would have been last year had they had Nathan Cleary admitted from their team. I guess starting the season off with the premiers returning the trophy home, presenting it to their fans is a great thing to do. Uh, but I think the Panthers are a little bit weaker than last year. I think Manly are somewhat of a sleeping giant. They're near full strength and they're ready to pounce. So I think a dollar eighty is pretty good value for the Seagulls, and I think they might just scrape home, albeit in a really, really close. Contest. That one at Bluebet Stadium, uh, 8.05 kickoff out there. Uh, I like Manly in that one as well. Uh, Raiders v Sharks, that's the Friday night, the early game, 6 o'clock at GIO Stadium in Canberra. And the Sharkies will be without their, without their coach. Yeah, this is an intriguing match. Craig Fitzgibbon, he's he's uh, undergone the COVID protocol, so he'll be coaching from his lounge room. The Raiders, well, they've lost new recruit Jamal Fogarty at halfback, and I, I like their purchase of him leading into the season. But now that they've lost him, a lot of question marks have, are raised. I would have thought that they might have named... Uh, Matt Crawley at halfback mm. as opposed to Brad Schneider. So that's somewhat uh, confusing. The Sharks, well, they're without Wade Graham, but they've recruited well. Nico Hines will play halfback. Matt Moreland, 5'8", and Dale Finucane will be at lock. So I think this will be a real arm wrestle of a contest. I could go either way, and I think this match will be decided by less than six points, and that's roughly around about two two seventy five. In terms of picking a head-to-head winner, I've just slightly got the Sharks ahead based on the experience that they've got in their side. I'm going to ask you uh, shortly uh, for a slider and a climber, i.e. a team that uh, might climb into the eight and a team that might drop out of the eight. So you just keep that in the back of your mind as we uh, roll on through round one. So also on Friday, and this was, as I said earlier, uh, you know, the marketer's dream. Adam Reynolds up against his former club. Broncos taking on the Bunnings at Suncorp Stadium. 8.05 on Friday. But Adam Reynolds, as we know, will not be playing. Yeah, what a shame. I was really looking forward to this contest to start uh, to start the season. Look, the Broncos, they've, they're an interesting team. A lot has happened in their off-season. I, I don't like the news coming out that the players asked for a lighter pre-season at one stage from mm. Kevy Walters. That's, that's a, a red flag to me. Look, South, yes, they've lost Reynolds. Yes, they've lost Bennett. They're still going to be a good side. They're capable of finishing within the top eight because of the players that they've got at that disposal. Despite not having Latrell Mitchell, they're the strongest side in this contest. Lachlan Elias played a handful of games towards the end of last year. And one thing which went unnoticed is his kicking game. I actually think that's going to be developing towards maybe not the same level of Adam Reynolds, but of better halves. And you look across the line, you've got Albert Kelly and Billy Walters. The Rabbitohs certainly have an edge here. The home ground or the enthusiastic home crowd will probably keep the Broncos in it. So I do like the Rabbitohs 1-12 to at about 3-10, but they're the, they're the side that should win this game. All righty, then let's look at Super Saturday. The first game, 3 o'clock at the SCG. 
uh, and the Roosters. Plenty of people keen to get on the chooks this year. So Sammy Walker, he'll be having his, his second year. He'll be much better for that. Luke Keary comes back into the team. Lindsay Collins comes back into the team. And uh, for Newcastle, well, life uh, life goes on without Mitchell Pearce. Yeah, the Roosters are the shortest price favourite of the rounds at a dollar eighteen. The Knights are at four dollars eighty. The the inclusion of Luke Keary has worked twofold. They've got him at number seven, so it moves Sam Walker out to six, mm. and I think that allows him to play a little bit more freedom uh, in the halves and actually take the ball to the line. That brings the edge plays into it a hell of a lot. I can't see Newcastle being competitive in this game. The lines at thirteen and a half. I think the Roosters cover that and cover that quite well. They're a team that started building towards 2022 midway through last year, and I think they're going to have a day out against the Knights. Talking to the Profits Guru from beforeyoubet.com.au, 5.30 game on Saturday. Warriors uh, playing the Dragons uh, at Sunshine Coast Stadium. Um, A lot of people have got the Dragons climbing into the eight. How does this one pan out, round one? Well, the Warriors actually opened up favourites in this match, but they're out to two ten. While the Dragons are into a dollar seventy four, I agree with that betting move. I think the Dragons are the better of the two sides. I think that the the spine for the Warriors is somewhat uh, confusing with the team that they've named. Yes, Sean Johnson comes back in, but he requires a strong platform to be set for him to be creative and achieve what he wants to achieve. They're capable on their day. The Warriors. I think this game will be close, but I really like what I'm seeing out of Ben Hunt, Tyrell. Sloan and also uh, Amone in the half. So I think they're going to do quite well, the Dragons. And one thing which Anthony Griffin coach teams are always good at, and that's defence. So I don't think the Warriors will have enough to crack their opponents, but the Dragons will just scrape home. Low-scoring contest up on the Sunshine Coast. Dragons 1-12 to then, yes? Correct. Okay. This one, the third game, the late game on Saturday night, West Tigers and Melbourne Storm at Parramatta Stadium or Combank Stadium. Can the Tigers get close? Well, I think they might, uh, but that'll only be for a short portion of this match. The Storm, they very, very rarely lose the opening match of the season. I think you have to go back 20-plus uh, years to find yeah. at least two occurrences of that. So it's going to be hard for the Tigers to win this match. If Adam Dewey was playing, maybe they'd be closer. But not only do they not have him, they lack key attacking weapons. So if you look at the Storm side, not only are they a strong team, but they've got a great pack coming off the bench. Nelson Asafa Solomon is named to come onto the field in Jersey 17. Mm. And after you've dealt with the early 20-minute onslaught, you've then got him to inject into the contest. So I can't see the Tigers getting close to the Storm, 13 plus in. Mm. I tend to agree with you. Okay, on Sunday, 5 past 4, Parramatta at home to the Gold Coast Titans. Um, I don't know. What, the Titans, the jury's still very much out for me on them. I do think the Eels will have another very strong season. Well, the Eels at Combank Stadium are almost unbackable odds of a dollar thirty-seven, longer than a few other sides. But we know that they perform well at home. The Gold Coast Titans, geez, every year hopes are high, but they fail to deliver. They're at three dollars fifteen in this match. And one thing which I should have mentioned in the Warriors game also mm. is that the Gold Coast Warriors game was cancelled a few weeks ago, so that was their last trial match before the season. I think that's going to be to the detriment of those mm. two sides. They had one last sit out to maybe prepare themselves for this week, and I. I think Parramatta are going to run right in this game. The line set at eight and a half. The Eels are a dollar ninety-five for that, and I think that's pretty good value. If you couple it into maybe them into thirteen plus, the Eels they love playing at Combank. Bring it on for them. 
All right, and to wrap up round one, the Cowboys are at home to Canterbury Bulldogs. Um, could be a scrappy affair. Yeah, look, the NRL's tried to hide this game at 6.15 uh, p.m. on Sunday <laughs> I night. don't think that's fair, on. Guru. They haven't tried to hide it, have they? <laughs> Maybe you're right. Well, they've done their best. Mm. Look, if anything, and you can have two sets on trial form. Trial form means nothing, or perhaps it means mm. the team's looking good. Depends what side you take. The Cowboys are actually pretty good against the Broncos. May head into this game as a $1.85 favourites. The Bulldogs, $1.95. I think they've recruited some attacking weapons, but it's like adding very expensive rims to a car, but keeping the same poor motor in it. I think that's what they've done. They've got, a, a, they've, they fail to have a, a strong spine, and they've lost players like Nick Meaney, who would have maybe contributed to that. So I can't see the Bulldogs winning this game. But then again, there's a, there's the great unknown in this. Matt Burton could come out and have a day out. If you're going to invest on it, I'd say stay away on it. Go for the other seven matches. But if I have to pick a winner, I'm leaning towards the Cowboys. Okay, thank you. I like that analogy too with those shiny shiny rims on a um, a car with a dodgy motor. Hey, righto, Guru, um, give me a, an improver, um, a climber and a slider. A team, firstly, you think might push into the eight this year? Look, I think it's the Cronulla Sharks. Mm. Uh, they've recruited very well. And not only have they recruited strong players, they're strong players that develop a really good work ethic at the club. And when you recruit from the Melbourne Storm, it is by beware somewhat. You know, a few players do excel once leaving that environment. But Nico Hines and Dale Finucane appear two players capable of doing that. And the input of Craig Fitzgibbon at the helm, he's waited a long time for this job. He's knocked back several others to find the right position. I think they're poised to move into the top eight this season. They're they're pretty well placed uh, to make the top eight at a dollar eighty. If anything, you want to go a step further. The top four does seem a little bit beyond them, but it's certainly value at four twenty five. Can another club also climb into the eight? Yeah, if I was if I were to pick one out of the teams mm. who didn't finish in the eight last year, I'd actually go St George Dragons mm. and. I base that upon their defence, and I look back at last year when the infamous barbecue incident took place. Mm. The players which were, I guess, central to that, and some still remain at the club, but the main central players have, have vacated the team, and I think that changes a lot of culture at the team. I think they've been allowed to do their own thing uh, down in Wollongong, away from the prying eyes, and they're $3 to make the top eight. On their day, they've got a few very strong youngsters coming in, and I reckon they might surprise a few teams. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree. All right, we've got a couple coming in. Let's kick a couple out of the top eight. Yeah, the Gold Coast Titans and Newcastle Knights. Yeah. I'm I'm really disappointed with the way the Knights have recruited. They're, they're going to struggle without Braley in the first few matches. And Adam Clune, well, he really wasn't a success at the Dragons. And I know they've got uh, Joey Johns back in coaching the halves. That'll count for something. But um, he's not the miracle maker there. So I struggle to see how they're going to perform well. And I'm just knocking the Titans out of the eight because they're the great unknown. They, mm. they appear to be capable on their day. You cannot ever invest on them with any confidence. Yes, they have a lot of firepower in their forwards. And if David Fafita has a day out every week, they should win more games than they lose. But that that's a big question mark at this stage of the season. Mm. All right, Guru, um, let's uh, fast forward now and uh, grand final. When is it? First week of October, isn't it? So who, who wins the grand final? Who's the, who's the Premiers for 2022? 
Well, when we spoke back in January, mate, I named the Roosters Penrith Grand Final. I've moved a little bit away from that. The reason I'm knocking Penrith out of that is if they're to make the Grand Final, that's their third straight year mm. um, at that level. And I think that's very difficult, especially for a younger team like the Panthers. I'm moving towards a Melbourne Roosters Grand Final. Mm. And if there's a team which is to come into that fold, I've got Manly pretty high up as well. So mm. the, the thing with Manly is if a few injuries strike, it's going to weaken their squad. But again, if they get in a position in the top four and they're in a semi-final match, they can beat anyone in the competition on their day. The Roosters, they've recruited well with their, with their spine now having smaller, quicker base players. And the Storm... I think they're. I think they they should be favourites in the competition. They're a very strong side across the park. They're going to dominate, and they set very high standards for themselves. Absolutely, and they have um, yeah, undoubtedly the best spine. Uh, you spoke about that earlier. Others uh, failing to put a bit of flesh around their spine, and others having good flesh but not enough spine. But Guru, I appreciate all that, mate. Really good insight, and we might do it each and every week here on Higher Ground. Uh, Profits Guru from BeforeYouBet.com.au. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate it, mate. Good to be back. Great stuff, mate. There he is, and uh, all the good oil. So check that website out, beforeyoubet.com.au. You bet it is. Hope you're well. It's almost, almost, well, there it is now. Bang, just as I speak. The stroke of 11 o'clock here in New South Wales, 10 o'clock in Queensland. And as I said earlier on, uh, to all of you who may well have been affected in some way or family or friends affected by uh, by the rain bomb, um, I hope you're doing okay. Hope you're doing okay. Chin up. Um, battle on. Uh, battle on. It's been a bloody tough couple of years, hasn't it? Uh, for various reasons. But, um, and without trying to make light of a heavy situation, um, the footy season is just around the corner. So this time tomorrow night, we will have our first winner for mm. season 2022. Will it be Manly or will it be the Penny Panthers minus Nathan Cleary? At this point in time, Rusky, we, I don't know, we're just sort of, we don't have a running order here. Do you want to, um, you want to go through the weekend games it. or do you want to do some other predictions and um, get the crystal ball out for 2022? Let's get the crystal ball out get, first. Get your ball out. And then we can leave everyone hanging for our tips over the weekend. Okay. I think well, it might well, be the route to go. So you've Give you've your ball done... a polish. <laughs> well, got it out. And I've, Sorry? I've got the... That's something like 60 the, said earlier. What did he say earlier? <laughs> um, I've got the rag out. And I'm just polishing it off. Oh, God. And Look well, at the size so, no, of no, that. No, Look so, at the size of that thing. It's a big one. So... <laughs> the crystal ball weeks. I'm talking about. Um, so you've got a couple of these ready to go, have you, Chris? You got, you've got yeah, some man, big I, predictions I, for I, the 2022 season. I've got, I can give you whatever you ask me, I can give you, I've got, I've got where I think they might finish in the pecking order. Right. I've got a grand final showdown. I've got, well, toss of the coin premiership. Mm. I've got spoon. I've got top tries. I've got best buy. I've got a coach that's under the most pressure. Oh, Okay. So you can ask me whatever you where well, you want to go. Let's start at the top and we'll work our way to the bottom. So okay. can I have your grand final matchup? Oh, okay. We're going straight to the grand final. Yeah. Or do you want minor premiers? I don't mind. I haven't got your list in front of me. No, you haven't. <laughs> That's great planning, this is. <laughs> Look, I've got Melbourne Storm finishing as the minor premiers. Um, maybe equal with points uh, with the Roosters. Won't be much between them at all. I've got the Eels coming third. I've got Penny Panthers coming fourth. 
Manly have slipped down to five. I've got the Sharks coming into the eight at six. I've got South Sydney at seven. And then I've got a bit of a bracket um, at eight. If I can bracket, if I can bracket two teams, please. If I can bracket Canberra and St. George Illawarra. Mm. That's where I'm sort of at there. So climbing into the eight, we've got the Sharkies and maybe the Raiders or the Dragons. I've got the Titans and the Knights dropping out. Sorry, Titans and Knights fans. That's what I've got. Then uh, battling for a place in the eight. So the Titans are going to be there or thereabouts. I think the Bulldogs will go all right and they'll be not too far from climbing into the eight. Just under them, I've got the Broncos. I've then got the Warriors, Newcastle and West Tigers around about that sort of bottom group. And I've got the Cowboys getting the spoon. Sorry, North Queensland. So Tigers, Cowboys, bad seasons coming up. Oh, look, I hope I'm wrong with West Tigers. I really do. I just, I can't see that they've strengthened the squad enough to, um, you know, to be regular competitors yeah. with the big yep. gums week in, week out. Um, you know, and to make to make the eight, we, we, you know, you're going to need you know, around about the 10 win mark. And I don't know. I hope I'm wrong. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is the open line. Mark on the line. Good evening, Mark. Yeah, mate. Finish work, and I'll give you my regularly regular fortnight call. Oh, beautiful! Good to hear it's from you. Christmas day, Christmas day tomorrow, boys. Christmas day. Yeah, <laughs> it's it. a, it's a bit like that. So, what's going to be under the tree? Who's your team again, Mark? Is it the Dragons? Oh, the the Dragons, and I tell you, I've been banging on about this young Tyrell Sloan. Yeah, the best player the Joint Ventures ever had. I'm telling you. Yeah, you have. And um, I think. I think they'll make... I like you, Chris. I think they'll be eighth, ninth. Um, I, I'm really excited um, about them. The team, the grand final, I think Parramatta and a Melbourne grand final, and I think the Eels are going to win. Wow. Wouldn't that be something? Hey, wouldn't that be something? First time since 1986. Uh, yeah, mate, look, the I Dragons, think... a lot of people are saying that they think the Dragons will go north, and I tend to agree. A um, lot, of, lot of youth, exciting uh, local products coming through. They've got some experience, good pack. Um, I think one of the good pickups for you for, for the Dragons also will be Moses Suley. I think he's a really handy buy from, from Manly. I think Jaden Sewer and Moses mm. Suley. But there's one point I wanted to make about another team and their struggles is the good teams develop. And one team that should do a lot better in developing than what they have is Newcastle. Mm. Newcastle Newcastle have got this big area and have let the likes of Latrell Mitchell from Taree, Boy Cordner, these sort of players go. And then they get in the problem where they rely on a bloke from Queensland in Ponga to stay. Mm. Now, with an area like theirs, they should never have this problem, Chris. That's a good point you make. I hadn't given it a whole lot of thought, if I'm honest with you, Mark, but they have got a strong junior nursery up there, and it, it is, you know, it's rugby league heartland very much, isn't it, up there in the Hunter? But, but they haven't developed it enough, Chris. Mm. They, they, for, for an area that goes, say, what would you say their area would go to? Um, oh, well, they've Port got... Port Well, they've got yeah, Central Coast. Port Macquarie. Yeah, to Port yeah, Macquarie. And, 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 that, and they have not... I don't know what their development systems are, but they're a lot like the Dragons, Chris. 
they're successful when they're developing their own, like they were in the 2000s and late 90s. Mm. And the Dragons are the same. When they rely on buying players that generally ain't good enough to beat other clubs, that's why they come up for sale, they, don't, they suffer. Well, and also, you know, you've got those players from the mid-north coast and around that area in there. Let's call it a really big catchment area, but you know, they may well want to go to the likes of the Roosters for various reasons other than they are you know, a very successful club. Mark, thanks for your call, mate. Good to hear from you. Hope you're well. Um, and uh, we'll talk again soon. Uh, Mark there from the gong. Uh, good to hear from him. So, um, yeah, I think the Dragons will, will rise mm. and may even make the eight. I yeah. can't lock them in. Um, and so I've got the cows as a spoon. From that table, grand final? Grand final, I've got the roosters in the storm. Yeah. And I'm here to toss, toss of the coin. Here's one for you. Mm. What odds Brandon Smith wins back-to-back <laughs> grand finals for different clubs? Now, roosters this year. frame a market around that. Uh, storm this year, roosters next year. Yeah, if you could frame a market around that. I think it could, bloody, I think it could at. happen. Gee whiz. Well, how about the club he's at? Because my only, my own, sorry, my only, not weakness, but if I compare the spine, Storm have got the best spine in the business. Yeah. Rooster's not far behind them. Just depends what who's going to be number nine. Sam Beryl's, Connor Watson is named there for this weekend's game. But look ahead to the following year. You throw Brandon Smith in there. Then you've got Luke Keery, Sam Walker, oh, and James Tedesco. Mm. 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 That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Anyway, so, uh, okay, I've got to call a Premiers. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go Roosters. Roosters. Or Win Storm. Grand final. <laughs> 50 50. Hedging. No hedging. No hedging in the ball, in no the crystal hedging. ball. I need someone to do my hedges. My edges, rather, not hedges. I don't have any hedges. Edges. No good with the whippersnip. Uh, what else do you want from me? Uh, coach under pressure. Coach under pressure. The one coach under pressure, and you probably think I'm going to talk about Belmore, right? It, he's the popular choice. He at the is moment. under pressure. He or Todd Payton. Yeah, Todd's under pressure. Trent's under pressure. Do you know who I reckon is under most pressure? Just signed a one year deal. And we'll hear from him a bit later on because mm. I think he spoke with Vossi this morning, yeah. did he not? Kevin Walters. Okay, Walters. Mm. Just signed a one year extension. That doesn't give me a whole lot of faith if they're just going to throw one year at me. And I don't think he'll have any excuses this year because I think he's got, he's got the cattle. Mm. They probably should finish in the eight. Do you think they're that good? I don't think that squad's quite there yet. I think they'll Maybe have, not they've got yet. the talent. To but what I'm saying is Brisbane years. should be a permanent fixture in the top eight. Yeah. Brisbane Broncos. Mm. Should always be in the top eight. Yeah. Really. But is that down to Kevy? No. Or is that down there recruitment? No, it's 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 gone downhill the last few yeah. years, hasn't it? Um don't start me on why they let Reese Walsh go. Yeah. And Sam Walker. But I think Kevy's under pressure, I really do. Mm. Um Yeah, so that, that's a that, that's a as I said, Moses Sully, I think he'll be one of the best buys. Moses Sully. Yeah. Interesting. I do, I like him. I like him a lot. I think he'd be good for um for St. George Illawarra. Top tries. Can I guess Alex Johnston? You could. Again? You could, but you'd be wrong. Who's going to win it? I think uh, Vroom Vroom. Forbes Ferrari? No. No. The the Travoy, the Travoyevich, the Turbo. 
Turbo no. No. <laughs> Saab. Yeah. yeah. Saab. The Saabmeister. Righto. Okay. Uh, but that, that yeah, they're going to have a good season for yeah, that they do. as well. So Absolutely. there you go. There okay. you go. Hope Chrissy's you like crystal ball. Chrissy's ball. Tips after the break? Why don't we do some tips? Tip Tips yes. after the break. You bet it is. Quarter past 11 here in Sydney. Quarter past 10 in uh, Queensland. So, again, welcome to our listeners uh, on the Gold Coast through SEN 1620. Uh, Toolman's just chimed in. Get Toolies late to the bar. Can you get him one of these? I did say... That's a Bundy for Tooley. I did say, get involved, give me something, and I'll buy you a drink. So there it is, Tooley. That's for you. He says, g'day, wah. Trent Barrett is very safe this year. He got the mighty Gus Gould in his corner. Can't wait for the footy on Thursday mm. and crack open a rum, please, to wah. Uh, the tool man. Yeah, that was a Bundy then, wasn't it? Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Always for How are we going uh, for the stock, by the way? Because do we have to put another order in for Jez and Hutchie? If we're getting low, because I have to stock take before I leave. Um, and we haven't given any to the audience tonight either. They've you have, have you totally ignored them. Totally ignored them. But to be fair, they haven't offered us much either. No, that's contribute true. and um, <laughs> contribute and we'll give you something back in return. I would like to go through if this is all right with you, uh, Rusky. Let's go through the weekend games, round one, and uh, we will put our tips in. This is this is it, right? This is it. This no is turning back. This is yeah. us. This is yeah. putting our tips in. Okay. So first game tomorrow night out there at Blue Bet Stadium, Panthers Seagulls. No Nathan Cleary. That's the big mm. omission. Um, and Manly um, news about them. Tolu uh, Kula has been named in the fourteen. This yeah. young speedster, who's uh, uh, both of his parents are a former Olympians. Um, it's a strong-looking team. Trebojevic at the back, Saab and Garrick on the wings, Parker and Harper in the centres. Um, for uh, Penrith, uh, their wingers, Brian Toto and Charlie Staines. Um, Isaac Tago, Targo, Tago, Targo, Tago. He goes into the centres there, Stephen Crichton. So the big omission there from last year is, yeah. is Matt Burton, a glaring omission. Righto, uh, you... Oh, I want to tip Manly so much in this game. I just can't do it. Penrith back at Bluebet for the first time since the Premiership opening game of the season. If it, if it was round two, same situation, I'd probably be tipping Manly, but I think Penrith will be so far up for it. And and they are the better team still, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, there you go. Manly lost their opening four games last yeah. year. I think Manly have only won once in the past 10 years, their round one fixture. Mm. I think that stat is yeah, pretty close to being right. on the money. I'm tipping Manly. Manly there, 1-12. Ooh. to 12. Okay, lock that in. On Friday then, the early game, the Raiders v. the Sharks at GIO Stadium, 6 o'clock kickoff. Uh, you'll hear this one uh, on SEN. Yep. Yes. Uh, no Craig Fitzgibbon, so the new coach at Cronulla will not be there. Um, I'm sure he'll probably give his halftime speech via Zoom. But we do see the club debut, um, Nicholas Hines, and also Dale Finucane, two mm. really big um, pickups. I was just thinking, is it Nicholas? Nico Hines, right? Nicholas never call Hines. him Nicholas. Nicholas. I don't ever call him Nicholas. Um, two really big pickups with their coach who won't be there. The Raiders, uh, they've opted to go with Brad Schneider. Schneider, good name to partner mm. Jack Whiten in the halves. And Sean's Nickel Klukstar is at the back. Um, 
So who misses out there? Okay, yeah. Uh, Xavier Savage. Yeah. Not in the team. Not in the team at all. So they've got some depth, haven't they, in the outside backs, Canberra? They sure do. Um, this is a better Canberra side. I like this Canberra side more than the one that was around last year. I think they'll improve. I think the rules are coming back to them a little bit. But this Cronulla, I'm so excited to watch Cronulla. I'm tipping them. I, I just want to see them get out there on Friday night. There's so much build-up around them. I hope they don't end up like the Titans did last season at mm. crash and burn a little bit. It's a tough one. This one in Canberra, right? In Canberra. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, got at a 6 o'clock, though. Mm. Ryan Sutton doesn't make – we've spoken about that. Ryan Sutton doesn't mm. make the team and his uh, girlfriend not impressed mm. and she's uh, taken to social media to take a pot shot at Ricky. I'm um, just thinking there might be a, a little few – Problems around the camp again in Canberra. Oh, gee. Hard to tip against the Raiders at home, though, isn't it? It is. Oh, can I? Can I? Raiders. Okay. So we're opposed. That was We're opposed to yeah. two so far. That was hard. I think I'd... Because I've got a bit of a soft spot for Canberra. The- i got a soft spot for them, and I think sometimes my heart rules my head mm. with them. Also, Friday, later game then, and, uh, well, this was the promoter's dream. Adam Reynolds up against his yeah. former club. He's not playing. So the halves for the Bronx, Billy Walters, the coach's son, and Albert Kelly uh, will play in the halves. Cody Walker and Lachlan Ilias will wear the uh, six and the seven for the Bunnies. Yes? Suncorp. South Sydney. I've gone I've gone the rabbit. If Reynolds had been there, I actually had Brisbane tipped before the teams were named, thinking that Reynolds might be able to recover from that COVID um, situation. But I think South Sydney just too much quality with, with Reynolds out and no one to steer that young Brisbane side around the park. Mm. God, this that, is That half sparing scares me <laughs> for the Broncos. Does it? Yeah, this it really difficult. does. Kurt Capewell, he's there. Payne Haas. They look Katoni good Tony Staggs. Selwyn Cobbo. Mm, this is difficult. Where is this? Who said to play this game? Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know. It could be know. a shocking um, tipping week in the first oh, week. Oh, it could be really hard. It's at Suncorp Stadium. Come on. Uh, that's got to vote account for something, doesn't it? Um, yeah, Bunnies. Bunnies. There we go. First agreeant tonight. Yeah. Tell you what, they haven't made it easy in this round one. Righto. And Saturday, we'll take a break after this one, mm. if you don't mind, to clear some of our commitments with our sponsors, mm. this high rating show, the higher ground. Roosters and the Knights. Okay. Sydney Cricket Ground, Saturday, 3 p.m. Right. Lock them in. Roosters, Roosters. Roosters, Roosters. This is higher ground. And we're in the home straight almost in terms of our tipping at least. Um, So we've got four games to go. Uh, I have tipped Manly to beat the Panthers, Raiders to beat the Sharks, Rabbitohs to just beat the Broncos. And it wouldn't surprise me if the Bronx do get up, but Rabbitohs there and Roosters to topple the Knights. So then on uh, the next one to come is uh, on Saturday, Warriors at home to the Dragons. Well, at home, it's on the Sunshine Coast, so mm. they're, they're, they're home away from home. Um, Dragon's there for me. I couldn't agree more. Just think they've got no I mean, Reece too Walsh. much talent. Too much talent. No Reese Walsh. Yeah, there you go. And I'm just not sure what we're going to get from this Warriors team. Yeah. Um, they'll need to show me something 
from week one. So a little bit sort of jury still out on, on the Warriors. Yep. Then we've got the Tigers and the Storm. So that's the late game on Saturday night, 7.35 kickoff at Combank Stadium, Parramatta. Um, I guess most people would suggest Storm comfortably. And I would agree with them. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm just looking at the outs for Melbourne. So no Cam Munster, no Harry Grant, but yep. it's still a very, very good team. Pappenhausen at the back. Uh, Xavier Coates, his first uh, game. Um, Jerome Hughes in the seven. Nick Meaney named at six. I don't know about that. Uh, I reckon Pappenhauser might come in there and Meaney at fullback. Brandon Smith got that loophole, didn't he? Yes. So he's able to play. Uh, And Tigers, um, no Adam Dewey, obviously. He went back for Mm. 10 weeks or so. Yeah. Uh, No James Tomo. No, what a massive I've out. Got Storm 13. I've got Storm 13 plus. There. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Eels and Titans. So this is on the Sunday, the 4 o'clock, 4.05 game Sunday. Eels, Titans uh, again at Combank Stadium. Uh, Eels for me. Couldn't agree more. Eels for me. Um, don't know. I'm, one, excited one to, I'm excited to see that Eels team. How they come out. They look so good in the trials. Got some new players in there. Bailey Simonson on the wing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you look at the team, though, for Titans. They've got some bloody good players. Jaden Campbell, this electric superstar mm. at the back. Preston Youngfella. AJ Brimson in the six. And Toby Sexton in the seven. Um, the, the the pack's got David the Fafita incredible. and Fasil Malawi in there as well. Uh, but, yeah, Eels for me in that one. And then rounding things off um, on the Sunday, this is the later game, uh, 6.15 at uh, Queensland Country Bank Stadium in Townsville. It's North Queensland Cowboys against the Canterbury Bulldogs, the new look Canterbury Bulldogs. Uh, Toolman supports the doggies. He says, dogs over Cowboys by 12. Go, you mighty new blue dogs, Toolman. So he says, by 12, the Bulldogs. I am also tipping the Bulldogs to win, but uh, by 1 to 12. I might actually go Toolman. I can see Canterbury. If they get a roll on early against North Queensland, they could roll them over. I know I mean, they haven't been great in the trials, uh, doggies. Um, but again, I'm just looking at the quality. I'm just looking at the team sheet. I think they've they've got too much quality there. It's a it's a much improved team sheet from last season, isn't it? Yeah, no, it is. It is. But uh, again, um, still undecided, aren't they? On yeah. the seven, um, Jake Avarillo gets first crack at that. Um, so we'll have to wait and see going forward. No, so for me, that one, uh, Bulldogs by 1 to 12. So my tips, Manly, Raiders, Rabbitohs, Roosters, Dragons, Storm, Eels, and the Bulldogs. And I'm going Penrith, Cronulla, South Sydney, the Roosters, the Dragons, Melbourne, Parramatta, and the Canterbury Bulldogs. Well, that's about it for me. Um, my thanks, as always, to uh, my good mate uh, Alex here, the Rusky, um, and the NRL. It's just around the corner. It starts on SEN tomorrow night. Our coverage of Penrith v Manly, that kicks off from 6 at Bluebet Stadium. Then on Friday, we've got uh, coverage of the Raiders and the Sharks from 5 p.m., and uh, I'll be back with you on higher ground for all the fallout from uh, that one after the game on Friday. So that's it from me. Until I see you again on Friday, keep smiling.